0: Welcome to Let Me Live. I'm your host, Candice Perkins, and I followed my version of the American dream, which is living a beautiful life I don't need to escape from. I was once an unfulfilled, corporate, people-pleasing dream seeker full of unhappiness and lacking a fire for life, and I'm now a purpose-filled individual that took the scary leap in pursuing my creative passion as a photographer. It was not an easy journey, but my heart has never been so on fire. I made this podcast to celebrate small businesses, creatives, and all passion-filled dream seekers whose stories align with mine and to inspire those who are afraid of making your dream a reality. It's time to follow your fiery heart by doing what you want and live this one life for you. So listen in, get ready to be inspired, and repeat after me. Let me live. I'm so excited about this episode. It's gonna be so good, so juicy, I'm not gonna lie. I am half asleep right now. <laughs> it's 1 30 in the morning and usually I'm in bed before then. I've been going to bed early lately so this is late for me. It's probably late for most people but um yeah so anyway let's get right into it. Um, I know I talk a lot about following your passion and making it your life, making it your career and doing it fearlessly and unapologetically and doing it for you. But what I want to talk about in this episode is what happens, what do you do when you don't know what your passion is and you don't know what your calling is and how to find that and how to listen to it. One of the things you have to do is literally just relax (laughs) know that it's normal and it's totally okay to not know what we want sometimes there is no age there is no time in your life when you're supposed to have figured out when you're supposed to know what your actual what your true passion is when you're supposed to know what you really love to do it took me a while took me a long time took me a few career changes to know that photography was my passion and that this is the career that I want to fulfill. And that's okay. I know that it's hard sometimes to remember that and to realize that that's okay. Um, Because as someone who has changed career fields a few times, it can make you feel insecure. And I hear you. I totally hear you. It can make you feel insecure because you feel as if you don't have it quite figured out yet when everyone else does and you should have it figured out by this time in your life or, you know, society has put this deadline upon us that we have to know what we want to do with our lives by the age of something, 25 or whatever, I don't know, and For me, I always felt like I just couldn't keep a stable job. I always thought that I just couldn't keep a job. And turns out, the real reason is because I just couldn't put my heart into it. It's not something I just enjoyed. And that's fine. That's okay. Maybe that's what your journey is going to be too. Maybe right now, you are in that part in your career or in your life where you're just... It's this might sound weird, but it's kinda like dating, right? Like you don't know your worth or what you want until you go through a few bad boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever and then you realize like, oh, this is my soulmate. It's the same thing with your career. It's the same thing with finding your passion, finding your calling, finding, you know, your the life that you want and what that means and what success means to you like it's the same thing. And it's hard to see that, and I when you're when you're in the midst of this place where you feel lost and things f- seem cloudy, and you don't know what your future holds, and that is okay. But I'm telling you, it's not gonna be like that forever. It's not one of the things that you have to do, that you should do when you want to be aware of what your passion is, what your calling is, is being aware of the frequencies of your voice and your heartbeat and your how fast your blood runs through your body when you talk about something. That thing that you're talking about in that conversation is probably what you're passionate about. <laughs> There's a 95% chance that that's the thing that, you, that excites you. That glow in your eyes when you talk about that thing. The way your hair raises on your arms. How you can just go on forever about this thing. You think about it all the time. What is that thing for you? If you don't have that right now, that's that's fine. But maybe you do, you just can't see it. Catch yourself in that moment when you're in that discussion and how do you do that? Journal. Journaling helps immensely because journaling, putting pen to paper, really makes your feelings feel real. Like it kind of feels like putting a, a, a stamp on something, or officiating something, putting pen to paper and writing something down is going to help you in finding what it is that sets your soul on fire. And I don't mean like journal like, oh, today I ate a meat sandwich. Like, that's not what I mean. Journal about what you talked about in that day and how it made you feel, conversations that you had with somebody. Um, Maybe you were at a family gathering and you caught up with a family member and they asked you how your life is going and what you're up to lately. And you're talking about how you are working this office job, You're crunching numbers, it's not exactly what you want to do, but you know, you've been spending a lot of your free time um, collecting vinyl records, or you'd spend a lot of your free time just trying to make some extra cash doing this um, thing that you love doing, you are talking about this new makeup line that came out and you're so excited about it and it's gonna release in like two weeks and you're so excited to purchase it and be the first to test it out and make a YouTube video about it or something or talking about photography and how you've been kind of like experimenting with that and how like that's your new thing that you just you've kind of found an interest for it and so you've been just you know you you got this new camera as a gift and you really enjoyed you've, you've learned that you've enjoyed taking photos of your travels and your adventures and it allows you to see the world differently like whatever it is if you see yourself like really getting into this conversation, talking about this thing, whatever it is, write it down. Write down how you felt when you talked about it. Write down what you talked about in this journal. And do that every day or, or if you can, or try to do it regularly and habitually. And as you look back in that year or six months, a few months of journaling, you're gonna look back and you're gonna be like, wow, I really like this thing. (laughs) And when you get to a point where you're fully confident that this is the thing you love and that you you wanna see what happens if you take it a little bit more seriously, And then it blows up into this big, amazing thing. You're going to look back at your journal entries and you're going to be like, I remember when I realized that this is something that I really love. And that is such an amazing breakthrough to have. Another thing that you need to do is just say yes say yes to any opportunities say yes to offers that come into your life just because you're not you're never going to know what you want out of your life if you just shun opportunities out or not take a chance and not take a risk say yes to that job interview say yes to your friend that has an extra room that lives across the country and just randomly said hey you want to live here even though you know nobody there say yes what do you have to lose yes it is scary these opportunities are what is going to allow you to get out of your comfort zone and sprinkling sprinkle some adventure into your life it's a little hard to grow if You are in your comfort zone, if you are in your box. So say yes to these things. And if there are no opportunities coming in your way, make them. Make them. Another thing that I found was so transformational in my self-discovery journey of what I wanted to do with my life um, was the people I surrounded myself with. and it's, it's I, I used to not always think that that was true, but it really is. The environment and who we surround ourselves with influences a lot more than we think. Um, so I moved to Utah in April of last year, in April of 2021. And I am originally from California. I know if you're from Utah and you're listening to this, you're probably hating me, but don't worry, I'm not one of those Californians that's going to try to make your state not so good. Uh, I love California for a reason. Okay, but anyway, um, back home, um, my friends and the people that I've surrounded myself with were kind of a bit at a standstill place and they had different priorities and motivations and not motivations but like different priorities and desires in life and they were just comfortable and being at the same place for a while that a place that serves no value and no growth um and that's okay um some people are 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 good with that or fine with that um sometimes I wish I had just was fine with a comfortable life because i feel like things would be so steady you know but where is growth in that where is that that only holds you back from from living this amazing life that has so much potential for you and um when i moved to Utah. I made friends not out of like circumstance for once. Cuz all the friends I had back home, I knew through work and I knew through school. For the first time in my life I made friends based on genuine interest, like just based on common interest and based on the fact that We just had good conversations, good normal conversations, and we were in the same places in our lives. They were already like successful, or their definition of successful, and they're just great role models, and had each other's backs. And I also surrounded myself with an amazing community of photographers that were going through the same journey. Thanks to this um, photography business program that I was in, And in this photography business program, I was in this wonderful community of other amazing women with the same goals. And it really is funny how life works in that way, how people you you surround yourself with impacts what you do. Because it was like on the dot, like when I left home, I found that community of people I found these, I found that community of people online. And I moved to Utah like a few months later. I wanted to leave all that behind. Now, not everybody can move out of state, but you can make new friendships. You can restructure the role models that you have in your life and have people who inspire you. And have similar visions and have similar goals, and really believe in you and understand you and your passions and what your goals are and what you want in life. But, anyways, yeah, I, I moved out here and I met even more amazing friends. And I'm. I can't imagine having gone through this much growth and realizing all of this if. I was still surrounding myself with those who were um, a bit stagnant. You can still have loyalty and have the same friends as you had before. But you can also have a set of friends um, and role models that are on the same journey as you. And you can you should have a little groove of at least three, four, five people who who are on a similar journey who inspire you or you inspire them role models share visions together hype each other up share struggles manifest together another thing you want to do is you want to ask yourself what you're good at you may be sitting there like oh i'm not good at anything you're good at something you probably just don't think that that something is worthy of taking seriously Something that's not serious. I can sit here and I can tell you about how I thought that I knew I knew that I was good at photography, but I put it on the back burner, put it in the back of my brain, let it the cobwebs in my brain just eat over this idea that I am good at photography, but it's not something I can like pursue. My friend, who is an amazing food photographer and food blogger, has an amazing, amazing palette for food and patience for baking that I could never have. A creative eye, great sense of smell for picking up scents that are so diverse and, and so abstract. And she's over here building a career that is all about her food photography while she's baking all of these amazing recipes and documenting them beautifully, styling them beautifully, these creations that she's made through baking, and she photographs them, and like what? That is so cool. That could be you. You just gotta find your thing. She, she went to school for English literature. And then she just gave her shot at baking and cooking. She, gave, she tried her hand at photography and she's combined these things that she realized that she's good at and that she enjoys. You're not gonna know what you truly enjoy unless you f- try it out. Give it a shot. Listen to that intuition. Speaking of listening to your intuition, another important thing to do in this journey of finding your calling is to reconnect with yourself. Find a way to reconnect with who you are, whatever that may look like for you. It's important in this step to take away your distractions like television, social media, and find that thing that brings you back to spirituality. For me, that's going out into nature. That's unplugging, going for a hike, going to the mountains, even for like an hour, and just being present and one with the outside world, with the outdoors. And that could be different for everyone. That could be practicing meditation. That could be like journaling, like I mentioned earlier. Finding that thing that recenters you, reframes your headspace, and brings you back to who you are. Now, as I wrap up this episode, I wanna bring a reminder back that I mentioned earlier in the episode to be patient and just relax. Remember that it is okay. This is a journey that is a different pace for everyone. Be patient and gentle with yourself in the process. Finding your calling and finding your passion does not happen overnight. It's a continuous, continuous journey. And even when you think that you found your passion, there's a lot more growth to come along with that. So be patient. Be gentle with yourself. It's going to come to you. You'll hear it and you'll know. The quote for this episode is, the things you are passionate about are not random. They are your calling by Fabian Frederiksen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Candace Perkins underscore Twitter, Candice Perkins underscore. My website is candisperkins.com. Thanks again and again for listening to this episode of Let Me Live. Hope to see you in the next one.